Yo, what's up? Another episode of Chips and a Dip. I'm with Sutton. I'm with Albert. This is Sutton's first appearance on the show. Um, I'm Ryan White, as usual, but boys, we are one sleep away from opening day. What are you guys most – and what are you most excited for for this season? Bro, baseball is back, baby. We only got like a little 60-game sample of it last year. It's nice. We'll get the full 162 this year. Super stoked to get it back. And, like, I love opening day because it's just like you have all – everyone's ace is up for uh, up going against each other. So, that's how I'm looking forward to it, man. I'll be, I'll be glued to the TV all day tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Got the 162 this year. And just – all the pageantry of opening day makes it special. As a player, you would want to hear your name called three times. Opening day, all-star game in the first series of the postseason, at least. So a lot of players got got to be on their A game tomorrow. It's going to be fun. No, definitely. I agree. It's super excited to have baseball back, especially after last year. It's like I know it was a season – but let's be honest, it was a weird season. There was a lot of players that didn't perform, and you could blame COVID for that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not discrediting the champions. I'm not discrediting anything, but it was only 60 games. Just, it was two months with the playoffs, if we're being yeah. honest with each other. Yeah. So, like, it's just we're back to having real baseball. It's almost been two years having, like, an actual season, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for that. So let's just start off, let's just start off with the NL, the NL top teams. Um, I'm sure most people are in agreement that it's the Dodgers still. They're the defending champs. Their lineup is stacked. You know, their rotation. But then you had teams like the Padres make a bunch of moves. They traded for Blake Snell. They signed Darvish. They locked up Tatis, like, the Mets made some moves, and then the Braves almost – the Braves were doing damage last season. They're getting Soroka back. So I think the gap is closing a little bit, but the Dodgers are still the clear one right now. But if I had to bet – if I had to bet, I'm betting the field because there's a lot of teams that – because you don't have to be a better team to beat a team in a series. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of teams that are really close. Oh, yeah, man. And I feel like you've already touched them. Like, you know, those, those Padres, I feel like for years they were kind of just – this irrelevant franchise sitting out in the NL West. And it's like, even last year, they sort of felt like they were the Dodgers little brother trying to compete for a spot. But it's like now, I mean, one through five is like, I mean, those are going to be some, those are some starters for any organization. And now you have them all in the same rotation. So I think it's going to be, they're going to be a fun team to watch. And I think they're probably going to give LA a good run for their money. And who knows, maybe even get that division. Yeah. I'm liking what the Padres did over the off season. It's not like the past year where they, uh, in like 2014 where they blew up everything trying to get players and then it just didn't come to fruition. Uh, they made some good moves prior with them. They still have like the best farm system, at least com competing with the Chicago White Sox. But uh, I think they're going to give Dodgers a run for their money and uh, definitely get at least a wild card. Yeah, no doubt. What like, who's the biggest loser of the offseason? Do you guys have a specific team that just like kind of fumbled and just lost some key players that didn't, that they should have kept? I mean, can we call the angels losers of the offseason for not getting Trevor Bauer? Is that, is that a fair claim? Cause I mean, they have that one direct, the offense is there. Offense has been there. It's, you know, that's fine. 
they just desperately needing pitching. And, and I, I think when you get – I mean, they got guys like Jose Quintana, which definitely is an upgrade, but I feel like from an Angel – from someone that would be an Angels fan's perspective, it's not enough. You know, I would want, as an Angels fan, to get a Trevor Bauer on my squad to – to show that, hey, we're, we're going to compete while Mike Trout's in his prime. We're going to be a team that's at the top of the division every year where it's, you know, I don't feel like the Angels are that team yet. So I, that would probably be my biggest loser of the offseason right there. I have to agree with you there because I don't know why they signed Rendon when they need the pitching. They wasted all that money on a position that they don't need and they didn't really back it up. But I'm also going to say uh, I think the Minnesota Twins – because the White Sox are hot on their tail, and they didn't really make any moves this offseason that are notable. They kept everybody. They, I think they might have lost uh, shortstop. Who was that? Oh, they signed Simmons. Simmons is a good deal. But other than that, they're basically the same team, and the White Sox keep getting better. So that's going to be an interesting battle to watch over the season. Yeah, the White Sox are on the rise. But to me – I feel like the Braves should have been more aggressive. You know, I feel like with all this talent, you got to try and put it over the top, even though I think they have a chance this season without making any big deals. But um, I think the Rays, like, they were, like, two wins away from a championship, right? And who did they lose? They lost – they traded Snell. They lost Morgan. Um, and they lost Morgan? Morgan. Yeah, like – So two-fifths rotation gone. Yeah. That's like you won. So you won. It was a 60 game season, but what they win like 40 something games, I think. I mean, they yeah. beat us. So, I mean, they're doing pretty damn good for themselves. Either way, they were in the World Series and then they lost two starters. And they, add, I forgot who they added. Didn't they add Waka from the, I think they did. Yeah, but like, I mean, Michael Waka, Charlie Morton, Blake Snow. No, I mean, like, that's, it, what <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, you did not, you did not reload. You did not fix your problem after you're losing these key guys. Yeah. I feel like the Braves had a good offseason, on the contrary of what you said, because you have all these young players, young pitching staff, let them come through, filter in the majors. They signed Morton, which was a good deal, one-year deal, cheap deal. He's going to be good. Uh, You got Ozuna back. I'm kind of skeptical about that because defensively he's not good, but I'm thinking that's more of a long of a universal DH in the future. Then also they took a bet on Drew Smiley, which could either work out pretty well or, or not. But I'm liking the rotation because you got Ian Anderson, who lit the world on fire last year. You're going to get Soroka back. You're going to have Max Freed, who's been a different breed since last year. You're going to have Charlie Morton, which 2019 Charlie Morton was devastating. Last year he was solid too. And then fifth starter, you can either bring up a Bryce Wilson, a Kyle Wright, or even have Tuki Toussaint instead of in the pen, have them start. Yeah, the Braves are definitely – I mean, if you think about it, man, they were one win away last year from the World Series, right? So this is already a pretty competitive squad that they're bringing into camp. And, you know, when you add some guys like Charlie Morton, who I think is going to be a great veteran presence for a really young uh, rotation, I, I think that although it, it wasn't the sexy, glamorous moves of bringing in like a, a Trevor Bauer or somebody crazy to complement that rotation – I think bringing in a guy like Charlie Morton is going to have huge, uh, huge payoffs for him. Yeah, I agree with that. Maybe I underrated their offseason a little bit. Look at maybe just looking for like something splashy. They didn't do that, but they probably improved with Morton. Speaking of the Braves, let's just go into the NL East. That's probably the most competitive division this year. 
Atlanta, New York, Washington, Philly. I mean, the Marlins, they made the playoffs last season. It's a playoff team. I know. Like, <laughs> I just want to say I think the Mets were the winners of the offseason, though. Um, technically, I think the Padres might have gotten some bigger names, more talent. But the Mets had a culture change to me. Like, they brought in a new owner. Then you trade for a superstar Lindor. They signed some other names. I think the Mets have the potential to have the best offense in the entire league. I don't know if that's a hot take, but I, I definitely think they can. I'm a little biased for that, though, but I don't care. I can't um, even knock it, though. I can't even knock it because, I mean, who else has a switch hitting shortstop that's going to hit 30 bombs and drive in 100? Right? I mean, what other team is working with that? And that's, that's just one position, right? They have guys like Jeff McNeil, who, I mean, have had pretty good years uh, last year and the year before. Um, Pete Alonzo hopefully can come back to get a little bit more 2019 Pete Alonzo than 2020 Pete Alonzo. But I mean, like that's, I mean, even James McCann last year is one of the White Sox better players. So, I mean, they're definitely going to be dangerous. They're definitely going to be dangerous. Don't forget I, Michael Conforto and Dom Smith too. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm sleeping on both of them, but yes, you're right. <laughs> they didn't really upgrade their bullpen, which is their uh, major weakness there. So they could be scoring all these runs. DeGrom can go out eight innings, ninth inning, just blow the lead. So, do you, who each of you pick your division winner for the NL East and why? I'm going to uh, go with the Atlanta Braves. I think the Braves are going to make a run this year. Not, I don't know whether they'll make the World Series or not, but taking a look at what they have done, all their young pitching staff, and you cannot have too much pitching. They have so much pitching within their ranks. You got Charlie Morton, who's coming in. You got Darno, who had a really good year last year. Then you got like three or four young catchers on the bench and in the minors that are top prospects. Ozzy Albies is going to bounce back. Austin Riley made huge strides this past year. You're going to have Acuna, Freddie, Azuna. I think they're going to. Swanson had a breakout year last year. They're the team to beat. Yeah, and I'm not to second that notion. I am wholeheartedly in on the Braves winning the NL East this year uh, for all the reasons you mentioned. But, I mean, think about this, right? Freddie Freeman just is coming off an MVP campaign he put up last season, right? And it feels like we're not too far removed from the comparisons between Mike Trout and Ronald Acuna Jr. being tossed around. So when you have those two guys in a lineup, plus Marcelo Zuna, plus Ozzy Albies, you know, plus Dansby Swanson, and then, like, the pitching you touched on, I mean, how do they not win that division? You know, I, I'm going to go with them just for the fact they've won it the past, I think, two years now. So I think three. that, you know, I, three years. Okay. So, yeah, see, I cannot count the team that's won the division back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back. Uh, back back. I'm also going to yeah. add this. There's always this Northeast media bias surrounding the Nationals, the Phillies, and the Mets. And they're all talking about the Mets with all these flashy moves, the Phillies, how they're going to spend big. Atlanta, they're not going to spend $100 million for four years for somebody. They're not going to do a crazy contract like that. They'll just show up, win each day, and take care of business. Yeah, we're going to see. Um, I'm taking the the Mets to win the division. Loaded offense. You traded for Carrasco. You brought back Stroman. I think think their bullpen improved a little bit. We're going to have to see. Diaz had a better 2020 than he did 2019. But, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Mets. You know what probably shifts my chain or shifts my pick from Atlanta to, to the Mets? 
Why? If they go out and trade for Josh Hader, I'm on the Mets bandwagon. If they pull that off, if Uncle Stevie can somehow figure that out and get Josh Hader in Queens, I'm on board. What about, speaking of Uncle Stevie, Steve Cohen trying to sign Francisco Lindor. So a deal has not been announced. Um, reports have said they had a 10-year, $325 million on the table, and Lindor has not agreed to it. Maybe it will get announced tomorrow. Maybe it's agreed, but apparently he wants a 12-year, $400 million contract. I, I think it's too much. Being a Mets fan, I think it's too much. If he doesn't want 325 for 10 years, I'm, there's a, I think there's a good amount of um, shortstops in next offseason as free agents. So if he doesn't want that, I let him go. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, man, especially because, you know, as we're seeing guys like Albert Pujols, who, I mean, when he signed that 10-year contract, it seemed like it was like a duh, it's Albert Pujols. But as we see kind of like what the tail end of that contract has looked like for not only Albert, but the organization as well, you know, I think teams are a little bit more hesitant to give out that longer term deal. So it's like for the Mets to extend a 10 year deal and Lindor wanting 12. I don't know. I feel like they're going to have to meet in the medium or meet in the middle somewhere. And, uh, and I feel like it's going to probably be in that 10 year, probably 350 gets it done. Um, but I don't see him going much longer than 10 years, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's very risky going with the deal more than seven to eight years for any player, especially a position player that's just entering his prime now. But if on the Mets, you have to sign him. You gave up so much in the trade to bring him for this season and to not extend him, that, that's just a huge loss because you just traded him for basically nothing just for one year. Well, and what does that show to the fans? You know, I mean, here's a guy who's, you know, I have had I've had all of one spring training with the club, and I, I would think it's fair to say he's already the franchise player of that organization, right? So if you tell me that you know he's only gonna be a Met for a year, then he walks. I mean, it, from a fan's perspective, I don't think you're gonna look at the uh, at the Mets the same way. Yeah, it's gonna show the fans like, do you really want to win, or do you just want to bring in the superstars just to bring exactly. in money? Exactly. That's a good point by Albert too. But again, like. We're, they might have to end up paying this dude like 35 million when he's 38. But in return, if you, if you win a championship in the next five years, then I think it's worth it. So I think it goes both ways. Well, let me ask you this. What do you like? Let's just say Lindor signs a 10 year deal, right? I'm not going to throw out numbers out there, but let's just say 10 years, right? How many rings do you have to win to be happy with that deal? One. Just one. Exactly. So, I, I don't know, man. I would say open pocketbooks get it done. It's not like a Tatis deal because Tatis is only, what, 22? It's completely different. Yeah, definitely. So, is there anything you guys want to – NL contenders or should we shift to the AL? I don't really have a specific timeline, just whatever, whatever goes. Let's pick our Central and West winners. Let's do it. Sutton, go ahead. Uh, for the Central, I'm going to go with the Colorado Rockies. I think they've been in desperate need of, like, a, a star player. And I think while Goldschmidt was kind of a step in that direction a couple of years ago, I think getting a guy like Nolan Arenado really makes them division favorites. Um, St. Louis? Yeah. Is that what I said? You said Colorado. Colorado. Oh, God. I'm, I'm getting PTSD. <laughs> uh, <laughs> First nerves uh, on the show. I know, right? 
so yeah, St. Louis, that's my team. I'm taking to win the central. Uh, when it comes to the West, I, I, as, as hard as it is to not pick the Padres here, I'm going to have to go see the Dodgers win nine straight divi- uh, a- or NL West divisions. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you both ways. Dodgers, they're just too stacked. They added Bauer. Bauer, I think they kind of overpaid for Bauer because he only really had one really good year, 60-game season. But Padres, I think they're too young to compete. They have, they did bring in Darvish and Snell, who's been in pennant races. But other than that, St. Louis made the biggest splash of the Central, which is probably the, the worst division in baseball. So those, those two. Yeah, we're we're all we all agree. Um, I don't see any other team having a chance against the St. Louis Cubs. Definitely not. Just no. And yeah, it's between the Dodgers and Padres again. I think it's going to be competitive, but it's the Dodgers right now. They're just so loaded. They're they're they have more experience. I don't know. I think the only thing that per, would prevent them is maybe a lot of injuries. Yeah, what to see what yeah. that World Series hangover is like. Yeah, that too. That's a real possibility because that happens. But I think on paper and before the season, you have to pick the Dodgers. I mean, who do they lose? Anybody? I don't so, think so. Yeah, you pretty much have a championship team coming back, uh, except, oh, yeah, they brought in Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Who's uh, Is he starting opening day or is that Kershaw's? Kershaw, I'm pretty sure. Kershaw, okay. It better be Kershaw. I was about to say, yeah, it better be Kershaw. They almost lost Justin Turner, but they signed Turner to a one- or two-year deal. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, so practically the same squad's coming back. So, I mean, there's no reason they shouldn't uh, go out and win another championship. Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. Um, Let's see. So, so, and just give me your top – Four or five teams in NL, you two, Albert, and then we're going to shift to AL stuff. Now, is that in any order or just not, uh, name top five? Um, Just top five, whatever, whatever top you want to do. All right. Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Braves. And then I'm going to go hmm. – I'm going to go the Cincinnati Reds. I am not entirely mm-hmm. out on the Cincinnati Reds yet. They do have good pitching. And a nice little uh, lineup to them as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Braves. Got the Dodgers, Padres. They're going to run the West. Uh, honestly, the Central, I'm not really not too hyped about it. But I'm going to go with Washington. They should have a nice bounce back year. Strasburg comes back. And I'll go with St. Louis. Interesting. So neither one of you had the Mets in your top five. I, I thought about that after I said it. I was like, ah, they. They probably do fit in there, but uh, I, I cannot. What? I think they're on Come the on, edge. Bro, the, bro, the they're Reds. They're not the Mets. Okay, but which, which, team, which team made the playoffs last year? The Reds. See, oh, yeah, they did. You're right. Wow, you're right. good job. <laughs> um, all right, bro. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. NL Cy Young, NL MVP, Rookie of the Year, if you guys want, before we go to AL. All right, yeah. All right. Uh, NL Cy Young. Oof. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bold take here. I think Bauer's going back-to-back. I think he's going to be worth every nickel of $45 million per year. Yeah. And 
I could be dead wrong on that at the end of the season, but I, you know what? When a guy bets on himself to where he earns himself a forty-five million a year contract, there's I mean, there's something there. There's something there um, for MVP. Jeez, uh, I'm gonna go Acuna. I think Acuna hasn't quite performed to like as high as we. He's had like little spurts where he's been. As advertised, but I think this is the year where he puts it all together across a whole 162. Uh, and then what was the other one? Rookie of the year? Yeah. Rookie of the year? Jay Indy. Jonathan India, bro. He made the opening day roster. How? Like, I mean, he's been balling out. That's my pick for uh, for uh, for rookie of the year. Well, Jay Indy. Go Gators. All right. For uh, MVP, I'm going to go with Nolan Arenado. He's finally going to an actual competitor. He doesn't have the course field bias anymore. So if he tears it up, he's going to have a good year defensively, obviously, because he's perennial gold glove winner. Offensively, he's just going to do his thing. Uh, I think he'll, he'll win MVP, especially if the Cardinals win that division. Uh, Cy Young, I, I'm kind of torn. I, I really want Freed to win it because he did really well last year. I think he's going to have a great year this year. But also you got the likes of DeGrom. You got – Snell with San Diego. It's a toss up there. One one of my dark horses though is Chris Paddock. Love his changeup. He's he's been great. He's fun to watch. He's just been struggling with uh, consistency. If he figures that out, watch out the, for the Dodgers. And then rookie of the year, you gotta go with Ian Anderson. He, last year, the way he played down the stretch and in the playoffs, if he continues that, he'll easily win it. Wait, so if you played last season, are you still considered rookie? Yes, because it was a 60-game season. Yeah, okay. Um, I like that. I like the Ian Anderson, too. Also, Alec Baum, Phillies, yep. I like him a lot, too. But So, NL Cy Young, you already know who I'm picking. I'm picking Jacob DeGrom. Um, MVP, I like the Acuna pick a lot. He's he's going to win MVPs in this league. I don't know when, but he has is to. going. He has to. He's going to win MVPs. I don't think it's yet though. I think it's going to be a Dodgers player between Mookie or maybe Bellinger or something like that. Just because they're probably going to win a hundred something games, and it's Mookie Betts. I mean, so that's who I'm picking. And then Rookie of the Year. I love those three, but I love Jonathan Indy the most just because I met him a few yeah, times. Indy. Daytona Tortuga stuff, you know, but Ian Anderson's probably the better pick. Um, Alec Baum too, or Boehm. I like I like Baum a lot better, but Boehm was he was nasty too. He bat like 330 last season with the Phillies. He actually became one of their best hitters last year. So we'll see. It's gonna be a fun NL NL season. Yeah, I saw he uh, he was like projected for like over 500 fantasy points. That's like all right. Welcome to the show. I know that man is huge too. All right, so let's switch to AL. We got about 15 minutes left, 10, 15 minutes left. Um, so, in top teams, best, give me your division winners. Just go off on the AL. All right, division winners, I'm going to go uh, the Yankees in the East. Uh, I'm going to go the White Sox in the Central. And just because I want to see it oh so badly. I'm going to go the Angels winning the West. 
Uh, I think Shohei has a breakout year and helps carry him up. He's finally the pitcher that they've been desperately looking for. Um, I think he helps him out. When it comes to my other two top teams, uh, I would have to go the Rays and the Blue Jays. I think both of those teams are going to be really competitive um, within the East, and I think they're they've both got pretty good lineups as well as some you know decent pitching staffs. I would say. Uh, I think, ugh, yeah, yeah, that's my those are my divisions and uh, other two teams. Uh, for my divisions, I think the Yankees, they have too much depth right now for anybody to really compete with them. They're going to win the East. Uh, Central, I'm still liking the Twins. Went back-to-back years. They didn't really have a great offseason, but I think they'll do just fine. Let's see how the White Sox come together. Let's see how the youngsters do. Out in the West, I got to go with Oakland. Oakland's always been perennial 90-game winner. They've been good. Then the rest of it, I got to go. Toronto, I'm liking that pick. I'm liking they're going to be good this year. With Ryu, you got all the youngsters there. Bichette, Biggio, Vladdy G. And then uh, I'm going to go with the White Sox for my fifth best team. I like it. I like it. So you got to pick the Yankees in the East as much as I can't stand them. You got to Sorry, pick- can you say I think I, I missed that part. Say it one more time. You gotta you gotta pick the Yankees. Um I really am hoping Aaron Judge can stay healthy though. Like can it happen? Like he will win MVPs in this league if he stays healthy. Should have got one, I think, a couple years ago, honestly. Hey, you and me both, brother. You and me both. That was that was before all the cheating things came out, but anyways. Um I'm I'm gonna pick the White Sox. I think the White Sox are gonna win that. And then as much as I, as much as everyone cannot stand them, I think Houston's going to win the division. I, I can't fault you for that, man. I mean, uh, they made it to uh, ALCS last year, right? Pretty deep yeah, into it as well. So I mean, yeah. they're uh, they're definitely as competitive as I'd say they've ever been before. You know, yeah, they're a good team. It's just they got a target on their back now. I'm going to see if there's actually be uh, fans in the stands that can like actually boo them and hopefully yeah. give them the uh, the treatment they deserve. Yeah, dude, can you guys imagine if the stadiums were full last season? <sighs> the I saw picture this them. one account that had like a Astros like revenge tour, and they go to like every single ballpark that they've gone to and just start booing them. You guys remember it was before the pandemic during spring training. You actually saw videos of, like, people booing and stuff. It was already going crazy at spring training, then the pandemic hit. But, oh, my goodness, could you imagine if they had full stadiums? Picture a 50,000 crowd – or a 50,000-person crowd at Yankee Stadium when the Houston Astros show up. I mean, that's going to be violent right there. Yeah. It's going to be bad, but, yeah. Imagine that Tropicana with all 5,000 people, too. <laughs> hey, that, that dome has a lot of echo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I think Altuve is going to have a little bit of a bounce back from the 60-game season last year. I mean, he was not, not himself last season. Um, I don't think he was a great hitter because of their cheating scandal. I don't think he's going to be a 200 batter. So I expect him to have kind of a rebound season. You know, they had a they had a nice season last year, sixty games. But yeah, that, those are my picks. I like Toronto a lot. I love Vladdy. 
he I think he's a future MVP candidate too. He lost a lot of weight. Watch out for Vlad. What's crazy is he might not even be the best player on that team, bro. I know. Bobachet, I mean, it's like it's just an infield full of studs. Marcus Simeon's over there now. I mean, they I would say they definitely probably had the best infield in AL in the AL, arguably baseball. I like it. I like it. So let's get into um, awards, I guess. Awards? All right. Uh, MVP, I'm going to go Trout. Because I think he's at, what, like three now? So I'd love to see him hit four. Uh, And then Cy Young. I think Tyler Glass now is going to win the Cy Young. Oh, I like that pick. That's a good one. He's, I think he's going to finally come into his own, even though I don't really like him that much. I think he's a, he's a Cy Young winner. And then Rookie of the Year. Um, come back to me on that one. I have, it, I have all these written down somewhere. Come back to me on that one. All right. So uh, Cy Young Award, I'm going to go with Lucas Giolito. It's been pretty good the last couple of years, I think, this year. He's going to have a truly breakout year actually win one another option for Cy Young I like Sean Mania. let's see if he rebounds from the last couple of years see if he gets back to the 2018 2019 version of him for MVP I'm kind of stuck there so I'm just gonna go with rookie of the year come back to me on a MVP but for a rookie of the year let me go with hold on I look at the Vegas odds. I don't really know much about the AL. I I know my rookie there already, just because the Mets traded him away for uh, Cano and Diaz. But Jared Kalenic, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I just know he's going to win it just because the Mets traded him, and he's super talented. But I just feel like the Mets traded him, so yeah, he's going to win rookie there. He's going to be a stud. I could see it. I could see it. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Bobby Dahlbeck. I know he's a Red Sox. I'm supposed to hate him, and I kind of do already just a little bit. But I don't know, man. He's been mashing in spring training. Uh, hopefully, i like to see that carry over to, to the regular season and he can have some success. I'll go with Luis Robert or Robert for uh, Rookie of the Year. All the hype built up around him. He came in. He struggled a bit during the 2020 year. At the beginning with his bang average, but you could see the power and the potential. I think he pieces it together and wins that. And uh, for MVP, I'm going to say Vladdy. He's going to win it. Vladdy? Yep. I Toronto. like it. I like Toronto it. Toronto makes the playoffs. He's going to win it. He's going to be at the forefront. How many home runs he hit? Well, 38. 38? Okay. Okay. 38. That's not bad at all. Nope. Dude, I love that pick. I think Vla- Vlad's my dark horse MVP pick. Um, I like I like the Trout pick a lot just because it's Mike Trout. But I really think if Aaron Judge stays healthy, if he plays 150 games, 140-ish, Yankees win over 100 games, they're going to have a better record than the Angels. Aaron Judge is going to get it by hitting 45 home runs. Over 100, what, 120 RBIs probably. I mean, he really – he's a complete player to me. And I, I hate saying that kind of, but I love Judge. 
You sound like a Yankees say, fan right now. That this might be like the first time we've ever like fully mutually agreed on something. I just I cannot stand the Yankees, but I I yeah. like Aaron. I love Aaron Judge. Hey, listen, the gap's gone. All right, that just closed the gap between him and winning his next MVP. All right, he is getting it this year. Fingers crossed. And Cy Young, I really don't know. Because if I if I pick Judge for MVP, I'm not picking Garrett Cole for Cy Young. Why? Because you know it's gonna happen. I just I just don't want to pick both of them at all. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'll just I don't know. I'm not making that pick. <laughs> what if like a old Shohei Otani just shows up and goes 22 and three with like a 2.8 ERA? I'm going to stay it. healthy. Yeah. That's yeah. a big thing. All right. Um, top, top five teams in the AL like we did in the NL. We did that. Did we do AL? Yeah. I think so. We started off with that when we went to the We can do like World Series projections. No, we did like we did we did divisions, but okay, okay, whatever. World Let's, Series predictions. Yeah, World Series predictions. Uh Yankees Padres. I'm gonna go with Atlanta, Oakland. Oh. I'm liking Oakland. I like they can them. get hot down the stretch. They're not gonna be I feel like the the NL West and the AL East, I feel like everybody's gonna be beating up on each other. And the NL East it's probably going to be close, and then at one point the Braves will pull away with it. So, Oakland will get hot down the stretch, and I think they can carry it in there. And then I think Braves will top the Oakland in five. I, uh, I'm a, I'll just pick Garrett Cole for Young too. But um, anyways, Subway Series 2021, end of October. All right, so we're winning it in five. No. <laughs> yeah, I, the Yankees get that in five, bro. Nah, man. I don't know, man. Garrett Cole versus uh, versus Jacob Degrom is kind of a wash for game one, right? So that can go either way. And then who you have two, Thor, or would it be Carrasco? I think it's gonna be Carrasco. Okay, so Carrasco versus Kluber. Both. I mean, that's it's kind of a toss up as well. Um, who would it be for game three? Thor? So game three would be Thor, which would probably be it for us, Severino. Or maybe Severino goes two, and then Kluber goes three. Um, Tyon will go four to Strowman going four. Uh, you know what? It's Now that I say it out loud, it would probably be a little bit closer than I'm thinking. But hey, that would be a good series. It would be a good series, though. I'm predicting a Subway series, though. That's my pick. I like it. I like but yeah. it. But yeah, it, that was a good show. Thank you guys. And I'm ready for the season. It starts tomorrow, man. One sleep away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.